Welcome to the Bill Miranda Show. Experienced radio and television host Bill Miranda brings you the inside stories of the goings-on in the Santa Clarita Valley. As a community leader, former mayor, and current city council member, Bill has access to a wealth of inside stories that he shares in an interesting and entertaining way. Bill's guests include the movers and shakers in and about Santa Clarita, plus everyday people making a difference in our community. Stay informed with the past, present, and future of Santa Clarita with our weekly podcasts. Welcome back to the Bill Miranda Show. This is a show where we give you the 411 on the 661. We try to give you information, but not just give you information. We give it to you from the people who are making things happen. One of the people who is making things happen right now is the Santa Clarita Valley's 2023 Woman of the Year, Jenny Ketchapaw. Jenny, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bill. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here, and I'm going to hit you right away with a tough question. I know you went to middle school in Santa Clarita, right? But I also know that you ended up going to Valencia High School and then to... U-C-L-A, U-C-L-A. Yes. U-C-L-A. U-C-L-A. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> so, so that's all the 411 I'm going to give our audience. I'll, <laughs> let, I'll let you give the rest of the 411, but I, I, I want you to give us a 411 on how you got from metal school. Because you can, you can give us some stuff that, all right. that I left out. Okay. How you got from metal school to woman of the year. All right. I'm actually going to go back farther than middle school. I'll go back to December of 1987, and that is when my family moved here. And my very first school was actually Old Orchard, and then I went to Valencia Valley, and then Placerita. But it was really great because you know what happened in December of 1987. We became a city. So I have this special place with the community and the city that we moved into our house the exact same time we became a city. And I remember being really excited to come here and check out our new school and my parents were so excited to bring us to a new community. I was born in Northridge and we lived in Granada Hill. So to come and start over, have a brand new house, it was under construction. So actually when I started school that fall, we were still commuting from the valley because our house wasn't built and finished till December. And then Valencia Valley wasn't even a school at that point, so I went to Old Orchard for that first year, and then we got to Valencia Valley, and the rest is sort of history. But along the way, when I, after I graduated from Valencia, I went to College of the Canyons. I love College of the Canyons. It is such a phenomenal, phenomenal jewel in our backyard, and it's such a wonderful place to start your education. And from there, I went to UCLA. I didn't go, I didn't go away to school. I commuted. I'd actually already met Tim by the time I went to UCLA, and I joined the JCs, the Junior Chamber. And that's really where I first got involved in the community and learned about leadership development and community involvement and just really spent time investing in our community. And that's where they kind of taught everything and really taught me to enjoy the community, all the different nonprofits that we have, but really to give back and to get involved. I want to go back a little bit because you really skated past, <laughs> past meeting Tim. Well, that, I'm happy to go back to that. We met on a blind date. Yeah, and I always say uh, it's a good thing you were blind when you <laughs> met Tim. Do you know where we met? It's kind of a staple out here. We met at Valencia Acura. <laughs> 
thank you, Don Fleming. <laughs> but no, we, we were set up on a blind date and my good friend at the time wanted me to meet Tim and Tim was his boss at the time and he was working at Valencia Acura and I was a college student looking for a summer fling and that summer fling ended up, we'll be celebrating 20 years married in the next month. Fantastic, fantastic. Yes. 20 years married to Tim. He's been very adventurous, I understand. <laughs> okay, you guys have joined uh, Dennis Verner's, I call it Dennis Verner's, it's a four-wheel club. <laughs> it's Dennis and Tim's and Matt's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> those yeah. Are the, those are the three leaders, Dennis, yeah. Tim, and Matt. And yeah. they really found this incredible group. And it's wild. I never thought in a million years I would like to off-road. I never thought in a million years I would go three days without a shower. I never <laughs> thought in a million years I would sleep in a tent. But it's some of the most beautiful terrain I've ever seen. And I, I'm really thankful to them for kind of getting me into that. I've been invited to join you guys more than once. And Can you I've, handle it? And, and I can't handle, <laughs> cannot handle it, and I will not handle it. I bet Virginia could. I bet Virginia would be like, I got this. You know, she would do that, but, you know, we're not as young as you guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, I did interrupt you because I wanted to go back to Tim. You can always interrupt me. Uh, uh, but you, you were on your way to telling us how you were with the JCs and, and you got to really know the community of the nonprofits. Yes. Carry on. <laughs> well, the other thing, and I had actually mentioned this at the Woman of the Year event, which was pretty spectacular. What really, really first introduced me to the community is the Santa Clarita Magazine, because I was a kid and I was reading through that magazine and I was seeing all the nonprofits. And I remember seeing like Linda and Mo Hafizi and they were like famous to me. And like the first time I actually met them in real life, I was like, oh my gosh, you're like real. And so actually combing through that magazine as a kid and as a teenager was really like my first entree into our beautiful community. I love, I love the city, I love the community. When so many of my friends graduated high school, they couldn't wait to leave. I, I saw the beauty and the very special place. I couldn't wait to stay and build my family here. And then getting involved in the community at such a young age was such a tremendous gift. And like I said, the first was, was JC's. And then from there, it's been a plethora of amazing, incredible organizations that I've been proud to volunteer with and help and support and connect with. One of those organizations is the Boys and Girls Club. Yes. Tell us about that. Well, the very first time I participated with the Boys and Girls Club was through the JCs. We did a Christmas program called Santa's Helpers, and that was my first leadership experience. I got to chair Santa's Helpers, where we brought Christmas to kids, and we rented out the Canyon Theater Guild, and they got to come and see a live production of, I believe it was It's a Wonderful Life. Santa was there, gave out all the gifts, uh, Burger King donated food, and it was such a spectacular experience, but being able to partner with the Boys and Girls Club being able to really meet Jim Ventress for the first time, being able to see what the Boys and Girls Club did, it made a really big impact on me. And that was, gosh, probably 2004, 2004, I think it was, maybe 2003 even. It was a really long time ago. And, and you've kept uh, active working with the Boys and Girls Club in di different mm -hmm. roles here and there, uh, but you're going to host, I believe, the Festival of Trees. Yes. Tim and I chaired it last year. We're chairing it again this year. We are, maybe the right word is obsessed, obsessed with Christmas. Ever since we had kids, it just became one of those things that became really important to the spirit of Christmas, the joy of Christmas, the lights. And so we started going to Festival of Trees, and that sparked our love for Christmas trees, 
which is why we have 15 Christmas trees at our house. <laughs> they're all sizes. They're not all. They're not all huge. We have one real one. We have some outside, some inside, and it's become a wonderful, wonderful tradition. And they all have different meetings and different ideas. But Festival of Trees is so much more about than this just the spirit of Christmas. It's about giving back. It's about investing in the Boys and Girls Club. But it's about getting people excited about the holiday season and participating with what the Boys and Girls Club has to offer and raising much needed funds for the Boys and Girls Club community. Yeah, and, and I wanna say that the, the Boys and Girls Club offers after school care for children and young children and teens. It offers activities, it offers swimming, it offers basketball and court, court sports games, the kids are active, they take part. Well, what else is incredible is we have amazing programming. I think the misconception is that it's just a place to park your kid after school, and it's so much more. We have a STEAM lab, we have a girls robotics program, we have a 3D printer, we have leadership and training, we have Keystone, which is all about leadership development. It's really, there's something for everybody there, and the most important thing about the Boys and Girls Club, it's a place where our youth feel welcome and like they belong. And that can be really hard as a kid sometime and as a teenager. And I always say, look around when you come to the Boys and Girls Club and see how many teenagers are there. Because they make the choice to come every day. As you know, as a teenager, you don't have to go there after school. You have right. plenty of things to get into trouble with. But they make the active choice to come to Boys and Girls Club um, when they're older. And it's because they find so much value there. And there's so much to help them into their future. And again, the programming, whether it's sports, whether it's robotics, whether it's leadership, there's so many wonderful opportunities for them. I love the Boys and Girls Club, have for many years. I met Jim Ventress shortly after he got here. He's a legend. Super, he's a legend, he's a legend. super impressive. He's a legend. Uh, you think I should have him as a guest sometime? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. he, he is also a wealth of knowledge, and he has stories, like incredible stories. He knows everybody, and he is one of the nicest human beings ever. He is. He is. The only flaw he has is he's a Laker fan. <laughs> and I'm a Celtic fan. Yeah, I said it. I put it out there. I'm a Boston Celtic fan. Don't ask me how I became. I grew up in New York. I'm a Boston Celtic fan. Don't ask. Just go with it. But that's that's a flaw that Jim has. He's a big, big Laker fan. I mean, most people are. <laughs> <laughs> I have, uh, because I know you're well into leadership and you've done great with your leadership experiences. You're, you're from a job standpoint, you're vice president of, of talent uh, for a local bank. Uh, you have climbed the, the ladder, if you will, and done extremely well all the way up and you're still very young. You will someday be mayor of the city of Santa no. Clarita. No, <laughs> no, we can put that out there now. No. I have a couple of questions Kay. for you. Okay. It's not a test. Okay. But kind of it is. Okay. Okay. Michelle Obama or Oprah? Oh my gosh, that's like picking through my children. Whoa. Michelle Obama. <laughs> Michelle Obama. Go with my gut. Michelle Obama. <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> Um, I've listened Oprah. to all of Michelle's books. I've read them. I've listened to them. Michelle and her arms is exactly what I need in my world. She is, she tells it like it is. She leads with kindness. Oprah's amazing. But okay. Michelle, okay. Michelle's my girl. All right. You picked it. Okay. All right. 
Legally Blonde or Mulan? Mulan, the cartoon? The movie. <laughs> I did this like, yeah, like yeah. my like snow it's glow. A crystal ball. Well, because I thought you were going to say Mulan Rouge. Because that's a whole different story. Oh, that's a, yeah. Um, that's legally Blonde. Yeah. 100% Legally Blonde. Okay. In fact, the flower petals that were used in the wedding scene in Legally Blonde 2 were used in my wedding reception. The same petals? Same petals. Wow. Yes. Well, yes. no wonder you chose Legally Blonde. I know. Okay. Yes. But I'm still going to give you <laughs> Because Mulan is incredibly outstanding. The remake, all Asian cast. Oh, the, the remake was wow. spectacular. I, but when I did this, it's because I have a snow globe because I collected for, for a long time amazing Disney snow globes. Okay. So I have the last question. This one's a little hard. Okay. Well, I'm failing. I'm two for two. Although in my head, I'm two for two. All right. Think carefully before you answer. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to give you two books. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. I know what one of them is going to be. Okay. It's one of the greatest books ever written by an author that happens to be in this room. It's called A New Kind of Mayor. You thinking? I'm, I'm working on it, yes. Are you, are you feeling me? I'm feeling you. Okay. Or The Energy Bus. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry, Bill. I'm good, huh? You are. The, ener the Energy Bus is one of my all-time favorite books, which I know you know. No disrespect to your incredible book that you asked, and I told you the, my answer. <laughs> and I'm going to give you a yeah, no. I'm going to give you a yay because I read the energy. I know the energy bus. The energy bus years before I wrote my book, and it's been a, an incredible inspiration for me. Uh, it's one of the best books. It's one, of, it's one of my favorite leadership books, probably because it's not written as a leadership manual, as most books are. It is written from a, from a fictional perspective of this guy who we've all met him, and he's just what we call like an energy vampire, and everything is somebody else's fault. Everything that happens his day is his wife's fault or his coworker's fault, and he takes no ownership. And it's really about the energy you invest in people, the positive energy you invest in your teams, the positive energy you put out there, you get it back and it completely transforms your life and success comes as a result. And it's really about just applying some very simple principles that make a massive, massive impact. The man, the main character of the book, has one misery after another one misery after another. after another misery. He has breakfast that he probably didn't like, walks out into his driveway or garage gets into his car and his car won't start. He is really miserable. So miserable. He has to walk, <laughs> heaven forbid, he has to walk to the bus stop. Do you remember the bus driver's name? Because it's my favorite name. I don't. It's Joy. And like it was chosen like for a reason, like Joy. Her <laughs> name was Joy. And it's and his name I think is George. And it's like, George, you're in charge of your own ride. Nobody else is in charge of your ride or your bus. You make it how it is. Right. And, and so he meets Joy, and she starts to be nice to him, and he's not really having he's it at first. He's not having it. He's not having he's it. He's miserable. Yep. And he's sucking the positive energy or trying to suck the posi positive energy out And of she doesn't let it, like, 
derail her, which I think is really, really, that's the key to success in life. And that's the key to really good relationships is you're always going to get negativity. You're always going to get people that don't want to invest in you or people that just everything else is somebody's problem or they're the energy vampires. And you could either get right into it with them or you could just like Michelle Obama says, when they go low, we go high. And you can invest in just being your most positive self filled with positive energy and maybe those people will we call it an hr pump it in the air and maybe they'll feel that and get on the bus with you or they won't but then i don't have to be in the muck with you and i don't have to be frustrated one of the points of the book is that you are in control you are people don't think that it's it's always your fault or your fault or somebody else's fault but at the end of the day you can't change anybody else you can't control anyone else you get to control and take care of yourself and that's that's it and there's a lot of power in that. Absolutely. I, I was watching a basketball game not that long ago, and the players on a, on a certain team were all complaining after every call to the refs. Ah, he fouled me. Ah, I got fouled. Ah, and it became a complaining fest. Yeah. And the team lost by a ton of points. And I guess the coach had a conversation with them and said, stop complaining. The next game they came out, they didn't complain one-tenth as much. And they were wonderful. Yeah. The mind is so powerful. Yeah. I mean, it reminds me of, like, Ted Lasso. I don't know if you watched Ted Lasso, but I highly, highly recommend. It's one of the most positive shows on TV right now. It is funny, but it's also about being the best version and being a cohesive team and investing in positive energy and the results of that. I'd recommend that also. Uh, yes. <laughs> See, we're, we're simpatico. We are. We are. <laughs> Until we talk about Real Housewives, then I feel like you're like, no, Jenny, I can't co-sign that. <laughs> Real Housewives, tell I me. Am, I am obsessed with Bravo. It's my guilty pleasure. I love all the Real Housewives programs. No. Oh, yes. Of New Jersey? Well, there's so many. <laughs> Could you name three more? <laughs> there's no shame in my game. <laughs> Jenny, we're going to take a little break. Okay. When we come back, uh, I want to talk more about leadership and the importance that it has and, and, and how we can turn a lot of things around uh, in a lot of people to help them be more successful in their lives. And by the way, success is what you want it to be. That is correct. It's not what I say it should be, not what Jenny says it should be. It's not what our parents say it should be. It's what you want it to be. You define success. Agreed. We'll come back. Okay. Thanks. Welcome back. I'm over here with my guest, Jenny Ketchapaw, who is Santa Clarita's Woman of the Year 2023. I still can't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) How did you feel when you were at the event? I am not normally at a loss for words. It It truly was such a surprise, and it was so unexpected, and it was one of the highlights in my life that people were able to keep this from me and that Tim worked so hard behind the scenes to get my friends and family there not tell them and to just experience that it was it was an honor it was extremely extremely overwhelming but in the most fantastic beautiful way ever fantastic but I want you to go back and tell me starting with when you got nominated by the Boys and Girls Club that in itself was the greatest gift because Uh I had mentioned this uh, when I won and I, I they tell you you have to give a speech 
but they don't like prep you. So I did have a little bit of time because Brian Kegley came over and whispered in my ear, like, you're going to have dinner, then you have to give a speech. So you have to like think very, very quickly because I did not prepare anything because I did not expect to win. And so in my speech, I had mentioned, and this is the total truth, when I was a little girl, and I feel like it was right after we moved here in like 87, 88, we were in Granary Square because we lived in the summit and we were down shopping in Granary Square. And I remember seeing a license plate frame of a woman of the year. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, what, do you, what, do you, what does it take to be a woman of the year? And it just stuck with me. And so I've, I've seen wonderful, wonderful people over the years win Man and Woman of the Year, be nominated for Man and Woman of the Year. And so when Matt called me and said, we'd like to nominate you, it, it brought tears to my eyes. Because I thought, Nelson. Matt Nelson from the Boys and Girls Club, I thought, this is supposed to come later in my life. You want to nominate me now? And he was like, of course we do. And just the nomination itself was one of the most spectacular experiences. It's an honor. It's the highest honor that I can think of in our community. And I was so proud to just be nominated. From the nomination to the event was how long? A month? Two months? Like three months. Three months. I think Tim knew for almost two months because they do a video of your life. Bill, there was a video of my life. I wasn't prepared for that. Like I needed, to, I couldn't even absorb it in the moment. I had to watch it later because it was so overwhelming, and I couldn't see through all the tears. <laughs> I cried a lot. So okay, so during that three months, you're like, uh, it's not really going to happen. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. I was like ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance it's not no. going to happen. Because I had a lot of good nominees. Everyone was a spectacular yeah. nominee, and every single person is deserving. And so I just. I came in, like, I'm going to enjoy my first nomination. I'm going to have my friends there. I'm going to have some wine. Like, I wasn't thinking I was going to win. So as soon as they announced, I'm like, coffee, water. (laughs) (laughs) I barely have to give a speech. So it was was very overwhelming. And I know that's a big part of it is the surprise of it and the shock of it. Um, I know you had Ed Masterson on your show. He narrated my video, which was the greatest honor to have him narrate that. The pictures that the Tim voice, got. The voice of Santa Clarita. The voice of Santa Clarita. That's the best voice, right? Yeah, yeah. Tim getting all these amazing pictures and SCV TV working to put the video together. It was, I had, and this was all happening behind my back, which is fascinating because Gloria Mercado Fortine would have to call Tim and like tell him stuff. And we're often together. And so he'd be like, can't talk. <laughs> and I had no idea. I, I still don't know how he pulled it off because we, we do. We tell each other everything. I'm almost everything now. Almost. I'm, I know. I know. I'm like, wait a second. No, I was, I was very, very. He didn't even tell my parents. My parents did not know. He really wanted it to be a surprise for my parents. He wanted it to be a surprise for my best friends that were there. Debbie Holbrook, who's like my nearest and dearest, she was bawling as well. And like, there's uh, a video and pictures of us, like, she's holding my fakes because she was just as shocked and so happy at the same time. Now you're going to get me all emotional. <laughs> <laughs> That's my plan. I know. No, it was, it's, it, it took me, it took me a good week to like come down from all the adrenaline. So you're at that moment where they're getting ready to announce. And you're st- probably thinking, you know, it was a nice ride. I've enjoyed the three months. Now it's going to end. Let's go dance. Yeah, <laughs> right. Let me congratulate the winner, and then let me go drink the rest of my wine or yes. whatever, right? And they mention your name. And the winner is Jenny Ketchupaw. Yeah. And then? 
I don't remember. I think, I think <laughs> I don't remember. from the videos, I think <laughs> I, well, there's a crazy face. And apparently when I make a face, I get like four chins. Cause I was like, ah! <laughs> and then I think I covered my face with my napkin. And then I just stood up and sobbed into Tim. And then they started playing music. Actually, the way it's done is so beautiful. They start playing music and they play like a whole song. And that's where people are coming up and congratulating you. And it's so overwhelming, but so beautiful. Then you get to sit down and eat your dinner, which is actually really nice because you have a moment to like, oh my gosh, what just happened? And then they start the program after that. So very beautifully done. But I loved I loved seeing all the pictures and the videos afterwards because I was like, I don't remember that because it's such a blur and it's such a whirlwind in the moment. You know I didn't attend. I do. And you know why I didn't attend. Sort of. <laughs> she was already at my table. <laughs> she didn't know that. She did. She did. She did. But she got upgraded. She got a much better seat. Yeah, her, they were at They were at um, our table with all of our friends and family. And then she got moved and upgraded to your table, which ended up being a way better table. And it was really nice because being on stage and being able to look and see her right there mm -hmm. was pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. It was pretty awesome. Her and Jim. Jim was there too, my father-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, so what I'm referring to was that uh, I I had tickets to the event, and uh, your mother-in-law is my administrator at the city. That is correct. Okay. That is correct. And so, as she reminds me a lot, I work for her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I had the two tickets, and I knew what was about to transpire, and I thought she would want to be there, and... I didn't know she had other tickets. Well, actually, fun fact, because <laughs> because Tim couldn't tell me that he bought a table because I would surely know if he bought a table, he had my mother-in-law, he had Sherry by the table, of which she was going to sit at, and then after the award, then I was like, here you go, I've got to pay for the, t for the table. <laughs> so she was all secret, which was brilliant and so smart because I, I would have known. Like, Tim and I also share our finances, so yeah. I would have been like, why'd you buy a table, Tim? Yeah. <laughs> so very sneaky, very good. I'm very thankful to her for her sleuthing skills and being so incredible at that. And actually, as a result of that, my very, very good friend, Dawn, um, Abasta Hovanesian. Oh my gosh, I said her name wrong. Donna Basta uh, was able to attend. Yeah, because attend. she got married. Yes, she got married. <laughs> that was her old name from before. <laughs> she was able to attend, which was amazing to have her there. So she actually got to be at my table, and then we get to have an extra seat. So I got to bounce back and forth between the two tables of Boys and Girls Club and the one that, that Tim got. So Terrific. it ended up being totally worth it. So thank you, Bill. It made a big impact to a lot of people. Terrific. Terrific. And I wish I had been there, but I'll watch the videos and uh, watch you sob and cry <laughs> and the whole thing. And hopefully you didn't cover your whole face because we'd like to see you crying a little bit. It, there's plenty. There's plenty. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, I've enjoyed having you on the show. We have absolutely, absolutely have to have you come back and, and let's have some more conversation. Especially, especially want to talk about leadership. And, and, you know, before we sign off, I do want to mention how important it is for young people to know and understand the qualities of leadership. Yeah. Because it's not just, I'm a leader because I'm the boss. That's correct. Okay, You can be the boss and not be a leader. There are many bosses out there that are not leaders. To be a leader, you really have to have most a combination of, of a lot of traits that, uh, that most of them can be learned. Some may be inherent, but most of them can be learned. And, uh, and good leaders, uh, 
when I was at youth HR, right? Okay, you've got a lot of experience with HR. When I was hiring people, one of the first questions I would ask them is, what books are on your bookshelf? Because if you're not, if, if so I, I, I hired mostly salespeople. If you don't have books on your bookshelf about how to become a better salesperson, then I'm not sure I want to hire you. And so uh, if you're an engineer and you don't have books on engineering, uh, I'm not sure I want to hire you. You got to do your homework. You, you know, it's not just I got the job, now I am. No, I got the job, now I'm becoming. You have to invest in yourself and yeah. invest in your people. Yes, okay. And so, so I'd love to have you back and just the two of us just go back and forth on, on leadership principles and traits and, and help people become better leaders in we our community. We could talk for many hours on that. Yeah, yeah, I know. By the way, uh, I was uh, the, the previous show we had Dennis Werner on, and we both agreed that you should write a book. On what? On leadership. <laughs> Sounds kind of fun in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think you would be a wonderful role model for a lot of young people, male and female and anything in between. I think you would be a wonderful role model for them. Uh, you know, I, I think I was a role model for a lot of people uh, in, in my leadership uh, workshops and classes and courses and things like that. But my time has, has pretty much gone, okay? And I mean that very respectfully. I'm not putting myself down Please at all. Please don't. But, 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 but I, you know, young audiences want to hear young people, okay? Young audiences want to know about today's experiences, not yesterday's experiences. I don't even feel like I'm the young one in the room anymore. And you there's, are. I know, but I want to continue to invest even in our younger generation. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of amazing young leaders in our community and making sure that they have a voice and a place too. Because I'm not... I'm not the kid in the room anymore. I feel like I've been volunteering for almost 25 years. It's yeah. been a very long time. Yeah. It's been a very so, long time. So, so you may not be the kid in the room anymore, but you're the role model in the room. I'll, I'll accept and that. And especially now with your title, you know, you, you got the plate, right? <laughs> it's, it was did on my the car plate? the morning I woke up. Tim was <laughs> very, very, very I, you have to be very careful, Tim, when you're driving my car because <laughs> you cut somebody off or you yell at somebody. It's a different world. It's a whole different world. Yeah. I'm a kind driver. <laughs> Tim sometimes, not as much. <laughs> Jenny Ketchapaw, Woman of the Year 2023. We salute you. Thank you for being on the show. And we're going to have you back, okay? My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. And for all the viewers out there, Enjoy our show, the 411 on the 661 by the people who make it happen. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching The Bill Miranda Show. Check back every Monday for a new episode featuring Bill Miranda and his various amazing guests. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode of the 411 of the 661. See you then.